0: Welcome to
1: the podcast. I am absolutely Ross. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going with this anymore. That joke is know, so
0: 2021. And I'm Phil, I am don't think it's a joke anymore. I don't think <laughs> it's a joke anymore. I'm just saying things. Though. I'm not 100% sure it's a joke to begin with, Ross. Um, and this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Guess what? Today, people, we're going to be talking about films. I mean, we do this every episode, right? You should know this by now. We're 100 and almost 150 episodes in, I think. Uh, we've done a lot of talking about movies in the last four and a bit years. Um, And we're gonna do some more today. Today, we are gonna specifically be focusing on a couple of movies uh, that have both been out recently, Licorice Pizza and Nightmare Alley. Um, And of course, we'll talk about some other films as well. Ovs. Um, And there
1: you go. So Ross, how are you, my friend? Um, Not too bad, actually. Uh, Seen a bunch of stuff. I'm slightly obsessed with the Peacemaker TV show as well. With what uh, show, sorry? Gen- with the Peacemaker TV show.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, honestly, yeah. I've only watched the first episode, but oh, um, okay. it's like the first episode just it had me, and then then the title sequence happens, and I was just mm. like, "Well, actually, life just genuinely." I was like, "If if this has if this has Robert Patrick dancing in it, then." I am literally (laughs) like you. you, This show can now do anything it wants to do after this point. If if Robert Patrick is dancing in this, but if you haven't seen it, that will make no sense. Watch it. If you don't watch it for any other reason, just watch it for the title sequence.
1: But well, considering I was going to say, I was going to say, I actually the 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 opening title sequence for Peacemaker is officially on YouTube, like from HBO Max or whatever. And I have watched it just off that about, about 30 times. <laughs> I keep watching it again. Because is... the song is amazing. The song is amazing. Yeah. The routine is fantastic. It's fantastic. And, it's, um, and you it's, haven't even got to some of the characters that are in the scene. If you've only watched the first episode, you haven't even got to some of the characters. No. And it's sequence. pure. And uh, when you do, I've well, got no spoilers, but when you do, it'll be even more insane that they're even in the dance sequence. I doesn't okay. make any sense. I mean, it's, it's, wonderful. it's, it's pure really cool. James Gunn, right? Yeah.
0: What I love about James Gunn is he's one of the... And we're going to talk about filmmakers today off the back of Nightmare Alley and Licorice Pizza, strangely enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but James Gunn's one of those filmmakers, like like Taika Waititi, that I might not love everything, necessarily always love everything he does, but everything they do is just so
1: fucking interesting and different. There's something there. There's just something there. Uh, just to let you know, I can't remember... <clears throat> I can't remember it. If this is the same for every episode. I think James Gunn directed the first for you. I might be, yeah, wrong. yeah, but, but I, I might be getting that slightly wrong. But, um, the episode four that I just watched was directed by Jodie Hill and. And trust me, the consistency is is there. Like it, well, James yeah. Gunn wrote it all anyway. James yeah, yeah. Once you've, a, once you've got a once you've got
0: showrunner in, they you know, like James no. Gunn, who's executive yeah. producer, showrunner, the the, 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 the the consistency of it tends to be pretty good. Um, look, before we get into films we've watched recently, I, I know we mm. we have. I don't think we've talked about on the podcast. I think you did last year. You talked about Don't mm-hmm. Look Up, right? And it was in your uh, top yes, ten yes. of the year. Absolutely. I only got to see it a couple of weeks ago, and we haven't podcasted since. So I just want to say, um. That has to be one of the scariest films I've ever watched because mm. genuinely it's like, you look out the window and you go, don't look up. And you look on the TV and you go, it's don't look up. And you kind of go, oh, this is a yeah. bit fucked. It's, it's brilliant. So yeah. good. Everything
1: that you're being told by, by the two major governments, if you like, and the media is saying, don't look up. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> it's, All, it's barely a joke. It's in Boris's joke. case, it's saying, look at Russia. Well, yeah. Like, don't look at me. Like, just, just don't look at me. Just don't, just don't look at what's in front of you. Basically, don't look at what's in front of you. Right. And what's fascinating is is how willing, uh, the pop in the film, how willing the general populace are to engage with that and be like, no, don't look up. Don't just and, and the, the, the rational rational people, are just saying, yeah, just look up. It's just it's just there. It's just look up. Isn't
0: it amazing? And it's that...
1: incredible how realistic it is. It's yeah,
0: yeah. Isn't it amazing that the people that take have taken most umbrage to don't look up. Are the, are the, um uh, let's put it politely, the uneducated masses in, in certain countries that yeah. th- th- that are being
1: mocked most closely. It's, it's because they're ignorant. <laughs> it's because ignorance, you know, um, ignorance doesn't know it's ignorant. You know I, what I mean? Like, I they said don't understand to, that they're
0: ignorant. I said to my wife, uh, just when all this party gate stuff started breaking and mm. like, it would look like Boris was in some serious trouble. I actually genuinely turned around to him and said, do you know what he needs? And she was like, "What's that? I said, he needs a war, because he needs a war. Yeah, yeah he needs a war because that will distract." Yeah. And then, yeah. literally,
1: a week a later, war or a I was going to say a war or a royal wedding or a birth. That's, yeah, you know, those are the two things. Yeah, yeah. Like,
0: I, I, there's probably no one other than Prince Charles wishing that the Queen dies more at this present moment than Boris. Right.
1: Yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> you're not <laughs> you know, wrong. He needs a like... major. He needs a major distraction. But the only thing I'll say to caveat that is, he doesn't care either. No, like, he cares. Like he cares about the attention, like as in he cares like about the job, attention, but he doesn't
0: care. No, else. he does not give a sh- There's not a fl- one flying fuck given within um, the senior levels of, the, of of our government about that. But anyway,
1: look, let's not get political. You, you just just on that just on that point. Well, let's let's talk about politics. Um It's the idea that for people like yeah, Boris is scared. Now we've got wrong. He doesn't It doesn't. It doesn't even. It doesn't even Whatever like happened. Where's he going to go, oh, no. When, imagine him ever going, oh, no, they're on to me? <laughs> you know what like, won't that ever be anything? And the interesting thing so is, we've like... Got we've got him. We've got him. No, he's no, on the ropes. No. Um, right, he, right, right, right. No. It's like, right, like... If you've on way, the ropes, he doesn't even know he's... Phil, he doesn't even know he's in the ring. Like, Ms. this no, is true. Um, not, yeah. The, the, the,
0: I'm going to bring this back to film things, the film world, mm. right? There are filmmakers that we have both come across, different filmmakers, <laughs> That for many years have been renowned for not treating their cast and crew well, for not paying people mm. and everything else. Yet they all still make films and people still work yes. with them.
1: And oh, yes, absolutely. In fact, people and, rave about them as well. Like, oh, it's a yeah. wonderful experience working with this person. Oh, he didn't pay me in the end. <laughs> and, and this is and this is the funny thing, right? Like it, mm. is, it, it, we are, I
0: think, I think we like there's a great episode of The Simpsons where where Lisa sets up a trap, um. And that like the mice like get it, but Bart keeps electrocuting himself. And we are a nation <laughs> of Bart Simpsons. We really are. Look, let's um Thank let's talk much. about movies, but let's not talk about Licorice Pizza or Nightmare Alley. In our what we've seen most recently, if that is, which I'm guessing <laughs> probably isn't, because you've seen loads. No, um, no I've, yeah, I've seen a bunch of stuff. So let's let's just we'll quickly do our usual of most recent films we've seen, kind of, uh, and then we'll talk about talk about those two and 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 what else. So I, like to I mean, talk about I can talk about my most recent
1: because neither of them are my, my most recent. Perfect. <laughs> Good. Okay. Um,
0: I watched Bruised. Well, no, I didn't watch Bruised last night. I watched 40 minutes mm-hmm. of Bruised last night and then realised that my yeah. life is too short. And turned it off. So the first film I've stopped
1: watching in over a year. I've tried, given our previous conversations, I've, I've genuinely been trying to not uh, stop a film after 20 minutes now. It's one of my pledges for 2022, is to try not to do that. And with everything I've watched, I think I can safely say I haven't done that yet. I'll yeah. tell you, like, we started watching something yesterday, which we stopped after five minutes, but it was a TV movie.
0: Oh, that's funny. I've really Were tried
1: you- hard to not do that now
0: because you also did it yeah. with Kate and I actually and I know I'm probably in the minority of this Kate's rubbish as hell but it's That's not it's not just beginning like 40 minutes like really 30 sad. minutes like don't get me wrong I'm massively not sold on, on Mary Elizabeth Wine I like I thought she was the worst thing in birds mm. of prey by a fucking country mite yeah it was, it was um just but she's really good and like Woody Harrelson's really good and the action yeah, is Woody actually Harrison's really good, good. But, but- Woody
1: Harrison is good, right? Like, and by the way, yeah. I don't dislike her as an actress. No, no, she's fine. You're like selling her as a... Like, this has come after a chain of, like, that Ava and yeah. going out of milkshake. And it's very, very tedious now. Like, it's but, re- can't one of these be good good like like but, good from the beginning i, I thought action, it was just fine summary, but i watched it going, this is just dull I, I, just like serious. there's a
0: fight scene specifically probably about an mm. hour and a half hour and 10 minutes in oh and
1: it's like really good
0: fights, genuinely well staged mm. it's clean it's edited well it's everything you normally mm. like in a fight scene now mm. i couldn't work out if she was being doubled or not if it was a double it mm. fucking was like Spot on every single. You know, obviously, sometimes we, we joke. You For get sure. like the yeah, you yeah. get the Halle Berry double from Catwoman that's got a beard, and you know, yeah. you know, I don't. I genuinely question whether she was doubled in that. Anyway, so 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 I watched sure. Kate. And like, so so I enjoyed that and I didn't turn it off, but Bruised, I just, mm. it was so
1: depressing. It was so- mm. It is a gr- It is a grim film. Like, did you it's get the, to the point where- It's not where, gritty. It's I just can't remember when it's like- a, No, but I, mean, that's, but I mean, it's set up as this being quite like yeah. bleak thing. And there's, I couldn't get over, or I just couldn't, I just had to eventually just stop watching it because of the screaming matches with her ex-boyfriend or the ex-husband I, or whatever. I just, was, the, yeah. a total got... piece of shit. The guy who, Purposefully breaks his his young child's synthesizer. You just kind of go. I didn't even get I that far. I just can't keep Honestly, watching. I just can't keep watching this. It's just, yeah, it's just tedious.
0: The moment the kid turned up and she went for a run mm. out of frustration. Right. And yeah. The next, thing like, yeah. Halle Berry is not a. Like, I'm going to be honest and say I've never considered Halle Berry to be a good actress. Right. She's done an right. okay I mean, in a couple of like, films. Executive decision. Executive decision. The Last Boy Absolute <laughs> career highlights. Um, yeah, yeah, but. I've never really... And and in this film, all it was was her looking... And the worst thing, right? And again, there is no diss on Halle Berry. She looks fantastic Mm. in this film. But she's 50, over 50, Mm. right? Again, no diss. But she's playing someone that should be 25.
1: 627 well really? no older than, well no older than early 30s because yeah. of like the career point of her the yeah. career point so, of her, like the, the point she's at in her fighting career yeah so she's she had should 10, be no older than early 30s. at the start of the
0: film yeah. she's had 10 fights unbeaten yeah. if you imagine yeah. um, if you imagine on a on an average mma fighter two fights a year yeah like you start you yeah. maybe start your pro career at 22 23
1: I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm giving it a little bit of leeway to say that maybe to say thirty, right? Or so, I'm it. i saying early, th- early, thirty. So that it's, is weird
0: casting, yeah, and then yeah. well, and then most, she, she was her yeah. story, you know. and then most criminally of all, and this is the same issue I have with Warrior, and I know some people disagree mm. with this. The fighting is, it, it's, it's, it's to MMA what Rocky IV is to boxing, right? Like. There's not one ounce of reality in the boxing at the end of Rocky. They'd both be dead after round two. No one gives a shit,
1: right? Well, if if that, yes. Yeah, that. Yeah. Like they're
0: literally like they would get actual brain damage, but like they'd both be sitting there in the corner at the end of
1: round one, dead. Right. There's no way Rocky would survive that. with Drago, when he's trained, I don't remember the numbers, even though I remember the backwards, but like, he's punching these, these like electronic <laughs> yeah. measuring. And, and he like, starts at like 90 like and ends up at a 400, like, like 400 pounds worth of pressure or whatever, like, like the most like <laughs> half a tonne. Like, like, so one punch to Rocky would turn his head into paint, like just yeah, literally. his skull. And, and I like mean, it's insane. And he gets punched in the head, I don't remember the exact number. of 100s be like a hundred. It's like hundred and thirty-six times. And they're not. And some of them aren't just small punches. Some of them
0: are like proper of course, wind up haymakers, of yes. undefended. It's insane. It's insane. So, it's so insane. like I love it. So, love it. but so so the fight, the MMA, and I'm a, I'm a hmm. massive MMA fan. And this is when we made ten dead men, right? Not to Ooh. promote our own shit. For all the flaws that some people may have in it's that film... It's not here than
1: where. Exactly, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: but for all the yeah. flaws that some people might have in that film, we yeah. actually got two proper MMA fighters to choreograph yeah. their own fight. So there was a degree of credibility in there.
1: Mm.
0: It still was a bit cinematic, but there was a degree well, yeah, of credibility of in there. We had two best sort of, you know, play this had, it as well. This had... Garbage. So it didn't engage me. Forty-five minutes in, I turned to Zoe and I was like, "Are you enjoying this?" And she was like, "Not really." I said, "Should we watch the uh, the, the first episode of the next season of West Wing?" She was like, "Yeah, let's do that." And then we just watched yeah. two episodes of West Wing back to back, and like, the, yes. and then we watched Catherine Ryan on Netflix, and the world was good again, right? It was like, yeah. So I found it a, an absolute slog, and I just couldn't be asked. So, so that's my review. Let's I mean, go for yeah, the poster.
1: My, my only, my only, yeah, an absolute, an absolute
0: slog An like could be asked.
1: <laughs> five stars. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <is> it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. He, he didn't pay um, me, but I love working on the film. Five stars.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hooray. Brilliant. Um, what was I going to say? The only thing I will say also about that film, <clears throat> I mean, the fact that it was, she was directing it, I think it was impressive in terms of, but like, I liked the lo fi look of it, whether that's budgetary or not, I don't care. Like, I liked how street level the film was. But like, if yeah. I'm going to, I'm just trying to give it a little bit of. It was the definitely she street. The movie. For, but, but I mean, yeah, and I mean that in the right way. Like, you know, I just think that that was solid. I'd be curious to see what she does next if she does another genre film, for example. And also, she's a good she genre film. Man. In, well, that's kind of like, also, she really put the work in on her physicality, regardless of how badly the fights were shot and edited. Like it was very choppy and shaky canny. but you could see she was doing the stuff that she was doing, and she looked in. She did look like she was in dare I say it, fight condition. Yeah, look, she looked admirable, regardless. Great. Regardless of the, the final product, I'm just saying she clearly this was not just a vanity project. I think this really was trying to put the work in. You don't get that, and I, and yeah. I think that is admirable. It's a shame. It's a shame the final product money was so sort of and, dispiriting and I really I feel bad that I didn't watch the whole thing in some ways because I could just have it on but I just yeah, got to the point where there was so, so much screaming but I was like this isn't a Ken Loach film we just like I mean, what, 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 what did we get did the guys say a you? dick we said... the guy treating his daughter like shit you know yeah, we, yeah. We stop that now what did I say to you boring. last night
0: it was like um I think I, I think I messaged you and I was like, you know, this is what, K- Kingdom did this so much better. Right. Well, yeah, like, yeah. It's pretty tough to that. And I know it's a feature. It, I know it's a TV series. Yeah, of course. But like two yeah. episodes of Kingdom, back to back, did yes. more for, M- yeah. and the, don't get me wrong, again, the, the MMA in Kingdom as a TV show was fucking ridiculous. It was yeah. like, it, it had, <laughs> again, TV. it was, it was yeah. So it was like, it was nothing like, um like real MMA. But it was a no. great TV show and it had Frank Grillo before Frank Grillo became Mel Gibson in terms Frank of Grillo. accepting shit yeah, right. roles. Right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Not, so when I say TV Mel Gibson, by the yeah. like, way, I'm
0: not saying that in any way. Yeah. Frank Grillo is a screaming racist <laughs> who beats up his <laughs> right. wife, right? I'm sure oh, Frank I'm Grillo is to find out actually a lovely guy. I'd love to discuss Like, like love Frank um, Grillo,
1: love him, love
0: him. Love him. Yeah, anyway, look, yeah. we spent far well, too long no, on just,
1: uh, just super quickly, super quickly, just while you're talking about a classic TV show like West Wing, uh, Jenny and I have uh, engaged because of the announcement of the new season. Oh. I mean, we, we have engaged uh, in watching Justified again. I, I, I think Jenny oh. might have watched a couple before, but I've, I've watched it all before. Oh. And I don't remember any of it, but I remember little... Tiny fragments of, I think there's... And you're not and even it, you at the good me? seasons yet. Because Walton goggins no, gets but, so much but, more fun. But season one is absolutely extraordinary as a TV season. Yeah. As a TV, like as a season of TV, it works like a deep... I know it's, this is said sometimes. It absolutely works like a 13-hour movie. Yes. Like all of the arcs that push its way through, all of the way it all resolves in the end of season one you wouldn't necessarily need it anymore. Like, if it was its own one-off thing, you'd be... That's very satisfying. I'm
0: guessing it was based on... I'm very guessing very that satisfying. was maybe a whole book, like, the first season. It was based season. on Fire in
1: the Hole, wasn't it? Fire, yeah. Because they say Fire in the Hole a number of times. Yeah. except like the Elmore Leonard's um, story. And also the character around... Um, Raylan Givens actually appears in the 1997 film called Pronto, played by James the Grove, which I quite, oh, nice. I've been trying to find it on... I can't find it anywhere. Starring Peter Falk.
0: Justified is... Treatment. It's always been one of my Incredible. favorite TV shows.
1: It's definitely it's, worth doing. Dude, it's Amazon Prime. It's free. It's yeah, absolutely worth sitting it's, down with it again. Before I'd love to gorgeous. see it before the you know the new one. It's so it's
0: so unlike any TV show I've ever seen. It's got that kind of yeah. Elmore Leonard like laid back vibe that, like, mm. his stuff has, where, like, the story just unfolds. The characters are glorious. Um, you know, Timothy fantastic as Kevin Smith always referred to him, which I think is fucking hysterical, <laughs> um, yeah. is is brilliant in it. it. It's the role he was yes. born to play, um, yes, other than the, the the drug dealer that cracks onto Katie Holmes in Go, obviously. Uh,
1: Go, he's incredible, he's incredible. Oh, my God, I watched that. I also, and, of course, and, of course, Deadwood.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah 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 yeah. But, 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 but... Justified is just awesome, and then when you add in Walter Goggins,
1: is. yeah, like he's not- just. So here's something I didn't know. Here's God. something I didn't know. I don't know if you knew this. Walter Goggins, uh, Boyd, was originally going to die at the end of the first episode. He they did have him die oh. at the end of the pilot, and then there was partly test screenings and then partly a discussion about how to bring him back. And his come because he doesn't appear. I think he's very briefly in episode two and three or maybe yeah, may yeah. even not be in one of them entirely. But his resurgence and the way he comes back and the stuff he engages upon in his return is unreal. There's a secret sort of church near the end of the season where he and his father <laughs> character played by the incredible MC Ganey. The way he oh, testifies so in church yeah. is unbelievable. I like it's, just don't see us in TV. You don't see it in TV. I It's genuinely so much thought, better than i remember. remembered. I, I remember yeah, loving yeah. it the writing and the complexity yeah. and then sometimes the simplicity is extraordinary. Like it's
0: I, extraordinary writing. I genuinely did not think right. After playing Shane in the shield. Cause you, you, Mm-mm. you get that right yes. where you get a, an actor who absolutely nails a character so well, that after that yes. point, they never really kind of nail anything else as well as that. So I was like, yeah. when he was in it, yeah, I was I mean. like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's gonna be hard, right? Because like the sh- Shane in the Shield is one of my favorite TV characters, not because he's a lovely guy, because he, because right. like he's so complex and so the journey yes. he goes on in the Shield. There's a
1: lot of pain with him as well. A lot oh of my god, it's
0: gorgeous! And I like. We're I gonna think, watch
1: it again. We've we said we we're gonna watch that and then Deadwood again. So <laughs> I, I watched. <laughs>
0: so I watched the Shield about two years ago, and even mm. now I could watch it. Again. I just think it is the most perfect TV show. Like, it is just, I it's, I actually, on balance, if you ask me, would I sit down and watch The Shield or The Sopranos again? Right. I would probably just go with The Shield. I, mean, and I the,
1: would, having seen The Sopranos fairly, obviously you have as well. Yeah. And bearing in mind, I saw The Shield sometime, and I'm very keen, <laughs> I'm really eager to watch The Shield again. Do and the it, and as well. I, I really feel like, I think it's more my show than The Sopranos is, for what yeah. I've said. And, and, and actually, no The Sopranos. Sopranos so there's no denying it, but there's something about The S.H.I.E.L.D. that is just.
0: The, the Sopranos is more my show than The S.H.I.E.L.D., just. Um, right, yeah, I've always yeah. been upset, but what I love about The S.H.I.E.L.D., and we're so far off piste here, it's ridiculous. What I love <laughs> about The S.H.I.E.L.D. is it the journey of The S.H.I.E.L.D., like, through the first two, three seasons where it's kind of Ooh. finding its feet, and then season five, when the end game starts to kick in, and you know the moment I'm talking about, right? Like yes. that moment, yes. which fucking mm-hmm. no pun intended, blew me away. I mean, I don't mind being coy; yes. it's a fucking twenty-year-old <laughs> grenade, the thirteen-year-old TV easy. show, right? Yeah. Like when when which they blow up grenades. Lem, right? Yeah. 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 Yes. When Shane yes. blows yes. up yes. Lem, yes. and then it goes through that whole like whole season of. And then you think, oh, this this is going to last for fucking... Like, this is going to be, like, halfway through season yeah. seven, like, Vic will find out about Shane. And they, they drop right. it, like, four episodes into season six, and you're just like, yeah, really holy kinda- fuck! And then the yeah. show goes where it goes, and then that ending, man. that yeah, Not funny. just what Shane does to his family, which was fucking... No. I still think one of the most shocking things I've ever seen... But the ending yeah. with Vic, where he sits in the prison cell, and conf- well, sorry, when he sits in the room, and the woman says, "If you want, like, if you want, um, yeah, I can't think of the word. What's the word? Um, Not immunity uh, or immunity, immunity. That's it. I was thinking absolution. Yeah. Same, same diff, right? <laughs> if you want immunity, Basically. you have to tell us everything you've done, and sh- and he just yeah. go and he, he goes, "I killed Terry Crowley, and then I did this, yeah, and then I did that, and then I and you're yeah. just like, oh."
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then it finishes out, finishes, and you think everything's lost. And then there's that just that glimmer at the end and you're just like I know, I know, I know. Oh my god. It's it like is... a Shakespearean tragedy. I described it, it as is. a Shakespearean Although tragedy. although yeah. just quickly going back to Walton Goggins, um, I still think the best role he's ever played is um Venus Van Damme in, uh, yes. in Sons of Anarchy really
1: <laughs> <totalitarian>. <laughs> yes just extraordinary extraordinary it's just one of the best. when but, he came in you know in what that really bugs me. as we as we talk about that as we talk about that one of the things that occurs to me is his transition into films has not been great no it hasn't like his film character he's Who always raider? entertaining he well I mean and, and uh, fucking Ant-Man he's like, like he's per- he doesn't do a thing wrong he's not stepping wrong but there's nothing for him. But like some people just, are just TV actors, anything. right? Well, some, I don't think that he's just television. I just think that part of the problem is, certainly in the films that I've seen him in, because they're making something to contradict this, they're just simply not enough there for him to, whether it's well, explore, they, whatever, whatever so, word you want to use. To I don't really think he's your well lead... Because yeah. I think he's an Oscar-winning guy. He's a character actor. Yeah, but He's, he's not... absolutely an Academy Award-worthy actor. Where's yeah. the role for him? what's it, where's the thing for him? Yeah. The challenge is he's not a leading man. He's no, not no,
0: no. yeah, he, he's 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 not kind of he, I think he's too easy to put him in the in the lead bad guy role in like yes. crappy action yes, films. Of
1: yeah, it needs yeah, yeah. someone
0: like a Tarantino yes, to it cast does.
1: him or someone similar. Yeah, it needs to like well, it needs a Paul, like well, Paul Thomas. Dare I say dare I say a Paul Thomas Anderson given the, the, the subject of this week because Yeah, I mean he's got that that juge, you know, that verb for him. Yeah. yeah. I, I just anyway, so yeah,
0: I watched Bruce, it wasn't very good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, like right. You're this entire com- cut this entire conversation. Never. I watched Bruce. What was Bruce, the uh, what was Next. the last film you watched? Okay, we get, so, so like, last, no offense, we're going to have to be relatively film. quick on this. <laughs> That's fine. The last recent film that I watched, like the new film last night, was the second Mickey Rourke film that I've seen in the last week or so, like low budget action film, which wasn't as bad as the one I watched previously, but it's still not great. It's called War Hunt. War which is Hunt. A, a ter- War hunt and it's one word as well. It's not war hunt. It's war hunt. who's coming up with the names um, of these action? Have we run out of know. have we run I, out of verbs I and nouns know. now? So here's the thing. It's got Rob Neper and it's got um, oh, okay. Jackson Rathbone in it. And here, so I'm going to say a few couple of positive things. Well, it's obviously inverted. Call a low budget. Thing, whatever you how would you want to determine that now? Horror set in World War Two about a group of soldiers in a forest <laughs> and they come against spooky stuff, which is, it turns out to be witches. The posters, which amazing, is a, like, by the way. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the poster so is, is is so can in that it's got yeah. like like yeah, this crashed plane point. that just looks like a stock yeah. footage shot. And Mickey yeah. Walker looks looking like a new like, image poster. He's literally melted.
1: And Robert so Neppel looking about that. awesome, yeah. by the way. Yes, he does. He does. So here's the thing. I mean, if they're all too old to be in a World War II movie and it's because of the age <laughs> of being out, out on a mission. Like Robert Nepper must have in his late 50s, I'm assuming. Oh I late older great. than I'm that, that his, I think regardless of his scandalous stuff that's happened in, you know, recently. But like I think he's a terrific actor and and he's way too old to be leading a group of... And they never make reference to it. They never say, we've got to bring him in because he's the guy. You know what I mean? It's just, he's there. He's a soldier. It's like, um, I don't think you'd be able to enlist. Um, so even like five years ago, you know. Anyway, forget that. The cast generally are pretty good. And look, I don't know about authenticity, but they all look like GIs to me, you know. Uh, the, the cinematography is actually s- slick and kind of gr- like suitably muddy and gr- a bit like the, the yeah. Mitch, You know, like it's kind of got a very bleak look to it, which is a bit samey. But actually, I can't complain. When we talk about these films, some of these films look so badly shot, like the Commando, which I watched with him and Michael Joy White, just looks like someone using their phone. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not and trying to, to, was, to the to work. Fair. Well, no, I just I don't want to be too mean about it because like they they probably shot it in however many days with. You know, I'm gay. I just, but I did, I, I did. I just, no, but I'm all getting all I'm bored I'm of saying that saying excuse. Like, all I'm saying, we didn't on, have the I'm money, and it. we we ha- yeah, had a, we no, had a no, short no, thing. Hang on, that's huh? not, not why. I'm getting. That's not. But that's not why I'm actually saying. What I'm saying is, is yes, they wouldn't have had that stuff, but in the end, it is still down to the person that you used to shoot yeah. and stuff, right? I'm just. So all I'm saying is that there are levels, right? And I will say that the way this film looks is perfectly consistent with like a, and I'm. I don't think I've done a phrase like a Dog Soldiers. Like, it looks... That's all dog sorts Soldiers are right mate. You, you, you know what I'm getting at is, I'm not, I'm not saying they had even that money, but what I'm saying is it looks slick and gritty and bleak. Yeah. and You know, and it looks... I have no complaints with the visuals. Special effects in it are pretty good, I think. And here's the thing, Mickey Rourke, looking like a, a, a melted person, particularly because Com- <laughs> of the commander, which is just... I was just upsetting. I don't want to take the piss out of him. It's not fair, but it just, it does, he does look horrifying. In this, he almost looks like a kind of like Nick Fury, Snake pliskin type. They give him an eye patch and he is mostly shot very carefully with Like he looks, he he looks ugly, but he doesn't look like that kind of melting. For real, I've seen him look a lot worse. And I, I don't know what was done. I don't know if anything happened between this. What I'm getting at is, for everything we know Mickey wants to look like at the moment, and without, we genuinely without trying to be disrespectful of him. This film does a pretty good job of that. yeah. I, quite it really did stand out to me having watched some stuff recently. Uh, I, it's a very straightforward. They, they all get picked off one by one by these witches. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I, mean, hey, yeah, look, I can't give it more than four out of ten. But it's it's not the worst thing I've seen in a while. It's surprisingly not bad. I'm, it's not great. I'm, not bad. Yeah. Look, I'm
0: genuinely like I'll watch anything. Right? You know this. World War oh. II horror. I don't know about you.
1: World War II horror, I quite like. I,
0: and also well, because I, don't I still why. don't think anyone's love. done the definitive World War II horror. Like, there's been some good No, Overlords. Overlords Overlord comes close. Yeah, yeah, Overlord Overlords is good, a lot of good. fun. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to really quickly go um, In Search of Darkness uh-huh. Part 2 as my second movie. I haven't watched any older movies. Oh, um, yeah. I oh, fucking cool. love the In Search of Darkness movies. Like... I mean, it's it's a complete mess in terms of their structure. I, I never quite know how why they're looking mm-hmm. to structure films like they do. But I have like the best interviews, like Doug Bradley talking about horror films and like all the filmmakers ah, and like clips of these these most obscure 80s horror movies that I've completely forgot I'd watched. And you know, assholes. they're really good documentaries about horror. They are the first two are four and a half hours each. Jesus it's- Christ. So you know, they are CD. absolutely the kind of thing you can have on in the background while you're yeah. working and just like, just kind of have, you know, but really, really good, yeah. really enjoyed it, really recommend it. But yeah, four. it's about four hours, 15 with credits. Um, but it's it's like you're, those two films, if you're into 80s horror, you will mm-hmm. not get a deeper dive into 80s horror than those two films. That's I mean, fantastic. literally... They're almost the length of all the horror films made in the eighties. Like, um, but yes, it's really, really good. So that's my second pick of the week, Ross. I've got to admit,
1: I'm trying to figure out which one to talk about because I know <laughs> we talk about our most recent one, but I'm just, I think the one I want to talk about in terms of the older film, because there's been a few that I watched yesterday, but I'm just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jenny and I went to the Prince Charles Cinema on a Friday evening, Ooh. where they were showing the 1966 Batman movie, <laughs> <laughs> and it is absolutely hilarious. Like it's I can really, imagine that it's awesome get well, awesome. yeah, and with a crowd that were really digging it, and everyone, people sort of have to remember that like this is very much pre Airplane and pre like Naked Gun, and when you look at it, you can absolutely see the origins of those films. Yeah, in terms of the I, straight legs, the straight lace. Like, don't get me wrong, some of the jokes fall a bit flat and yeah, 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 all that stuff. But like, overall, as a, as a pure piece of of hokum entertainment, and with the straight straight face delivery, you know, of all the jokes, and and le- and, and and let's absolutely get to one of the standout set pieces in the middle, which is when Batman has to, <laughs> he's on the harbor, like the harbor base of the villains, and he's trapped with a literally a big round black bomb with a fuse that's going yeah and he has to try and dispose of this bomb and he runs around the harbour and like he keeps running into like there's like a pair of nuns and then he sees some ducks swimming and then there's a brass band playing with a woman with a baby and all this stuff and he's like running around running around running around and he just can't get he just can't find a way to get rid of it. And he turns to the camera and goes, you know, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. And it's just the funniest. <laughs> it is my funniest. And I think I've forgotten about more than any. I always remember that line because I just think that's <laughs> hilarious. I forgot that there's actually a shot, one shot at near the end of the sequence where it's following him around and he just encounters all of these things in one shot again. Like he just and they're all coming from different directions, like they're not where they were before. So it's, it's just, I don't know it is one of the funniest, it's just one of the funniest things. It was absolutely absolute particular. It's an hour and 45. I didn't need to go to the loo once, which I think is a good thing. You know what I'm getting at? Like I know it's a shortish movie. Prince Charles' audience loved it. And we had a blast, just a blast of anything. It's so funny. I, I was such I a I lovely experience. Film.
0: It's just, Adam, mm. like Adam West to this day, still mm. does not get the amount of credit he deserves. I agree. No, I, I quite agree. I and quite for agree. his performance as Batman, right? like his yeah. performance of Batman is no more ridiculous than, than George Clooney's performance of Batman. The only difference not, is not one of them is good and
1: it's not yeah. George Clooney. Um well I I often say I really do and I really do mean this, and I don't think I'm wrong, and I know it's easy to do with hindsight, but when you watch Batman and Robin through, through the veil of the Batman 60s show. It becomes a lot more entertaining. It's much funnier when you realise that Arnold Schwarzenegger, back in the sixties, Arnold Schwarzenegger would have absolutely been a guest on the sixties Batman show. Yeah, like there's no, there's no doubt. And his Mr Freeze, you know, seeing sing all of it. The, the <laughs> campness of Batman and Robin. When you, we weren't ready for it in the nineties in terms of we were expecting the follow on from Forever, which is still kind of campy anyway. But there's a serious, some seriousness to it. The action was quite hot in Batman Forever and stuff like that. This. Batman and Robin, for all of its flaws, if you watch it with that... I mean, the fact that he's like a Batman forever credit card, you know, all of that stuff, it yeah. really is a misconceived, big-budget version of the 60s TV show. No, it really you put, is, like in, in every way. If someone really. edited
0: it with the music from the 60s film and put Biff, how, yes, it would yes. be absolutely fucking phenomenal. Unfortunately... It would be. It's true. You're completely right. <laughs> Unfortunately... <laughs>
1: Mm. Mm. <laughs> but yeah I, just okay, don't think cool. they what I think I think she, by the way I think that Joe Schumacher did it on purpose but I think the studio didn't understand it yeah I really believe that I think there's definitely a uh, definitely a
0: marketing um challenge with that so look let's um let's get on to uh two films. let's let's talk about like mm. I know we so we disagree on licorice pizza Somewhat. Somewhat, not completely. I, I, I understand I
1: mean, your, I totally understand your criticisms of it from what you've told me. I totally yeah, get it I mean, so, because I think you have to go into it. This is no, this is not to defend film specifically, but it, it absolutely is what you call a hangout movie. There's no yeah. resolution to it. There's so, no, there's no, I mean, there are moments that come together, but it's not a, this is the story, this is how it ends. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's not that so,
0: at all. With a hangout movie, for me, you have to like mm. the people you're hanging out with, I and get that. I. Utterly detested every single character in this movie, and just and then you add the fact that if you flip the roles, you did like Sean, go- Sean Penn. I quite yeah, like Sean Penn. i yeah, actually, Sean Penn was okay, Bradley Cooper, but yeah. as characters, they were horrible people, yes. Like, I, yes, could, so. I wouldn't want to hang out. The performances no, were I great, I mean, I can't fault yeah. the performances and the commitment of this film, yeah, and yeah, if if. Bradley Cooper was nominated for Best Supporting Actor for his mad fucking Barbara Streisand shagging right. role. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'm in yeah. for that. But yeah, and, but if you flip the role and got this, would get pretty Woody Allen pretty quick, right? And yeah. very true. This, yes, this not, is right. my issue, and the fact that uh, minor spoiler alert, they do mm. kiss at the end, just yes. made me go. Ugh. Because I'm like, I think the thing that if, if a 25 year old Scott, or 26 year old woman, a man, yes, was kissing yes. a 15 year old girl, yeah, that
1: shit would not have got greenlit. Well, you know, and, so part, part of this comes down to the fact that this is like a teenage boy's wishful thinking. Yeah, basically, this is not this is not reality. But it doesn't, it doesn't not, play so, like. I'm that. not, I'm not, I'm not just. By the way, I'm not, I'm not using that as an excuse. I'm just saying it, like the idea of. A, a, a confident teenage... first of all, a 15 year old who's that confident. I mean, they exist, but, yeah, yeah. That, but that's confident. He also looked and then, 25. Like, by and, the way. Then, and then, well, there's that. And then I don't think he looked quite that old, but like, I don't think he looked quite that old. But, um, and also, what a great first performance for this kid, regardless. Oh, right? wow. Um, yeah, he was... He, so I, think I didn't like was, him in the yeah, film, yeah, but he, he was, was really, great. No, but he was really, he was really great. Um, I think, if I'm trying, to, I'm trying to remember what Jenny said specifically, She, I think she said, and I hope I'm getting this right, that she thought Kaim, the girl, was, was really good at it, but she couldn't understand why every man found her instantly attractive. Like, like all the men just wanted to, to sleep with her. Yeah, I I didn't get and that. She didn't see that, and I'm, I can kind of see that. Too. I'm, I'm with her, on and that. not even from like in a that. I really, liked, I really I really actually really liked her. No, it's not to do with just that. It's her, her attitude. I think I said, but her, the way she comes off in the film is she's desperate, but also really cold. So it's like how. Yeah. Do you, how, how I mean, literally ways, maybe that at is least two... But maybe that is attractive. Maybe that is attractive because I mean, she's physically globbing onto you, but at the same time she's that going may, no. You know what I mean? So it's kind of. And so there is a contradiction there, but I'm, I'm just saying that might exist in some people, right? But I mean, I agree. with I didn't understand why all the men were like like very no. I've been in LA apparently. <laughs> like, um, yeah, is one that, scene it, I found particularly nail biting though. Just totally away from that for a second. The scene where she was having to do with the truck, with the back of the truck, but, I thought was genuinely nail biting. I thought it was absolutely in a different a breeze, film. A yes. I but, get I get that. I is, to just I don't know, I just found it really exciting.
0: It felt it felt like a series of interconnected it Yeah, it was, it, 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 it was a series of vignettes but without yeah, actually good. So this is the kind of shit that Tarantino in um, the, my comparison to this film of the better version of this movie is kind of yes. to a point is once upon a time in Hollywood where there's loads of yep. different totally things going that. on yep. that, that's totally yep. unconnected it's about hanging out with the we characters. keep checking in. we kind of keep yeah we keep checking in with people basically yeah and oh, now we're going to go to Clint and now we're going to go to, yep. to um yep. oh, shit, I can't remember their character's name but Leo and now we're going to go to Margot and, <laughs> yes and that's yep. so, and Rick Rick that's it and, and that works yeah. because it, you knew yeah, what it was no, going to be. You knew it was going to be a vignette movie. It played like a vignette movie. This, yeah, cool. I just look. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I didn't hate every second of it, and I wasn't bored for no. every second of it. And compared yeah. to the next film we're going to talk about, I did mm. but it just didn't because it didn't do anything. Because the central, I just could not get out of my head. If this was reversed, yes, uh, I can't disagree it, with you. And, oh, no, I
1: can't, I can't, I can't disagree with you. I think and you're, it you're flagged right a I really enjoyed it. It flagged another issue for me
0: in that I really don't give a fuck about Paul Thomas Anderson movies.
1: No, I I mean, I've always considered the idea of going back to the beginning and watching because Hard Eight I really liked. I liked. Hard hard Eight's okay. Yeah, yeah. I really like, and Boogie Nights is still my favourite of his films, but I can record. Which isn't hard, because that's like,
0: that's like saying it's, like, um, that's like saying film. Pop Fiction is my favorite movie. Tarantino movie. It's like, well, yeah. I
1: like well, Jackie know. Brown's my favorite. Yeah, but, obviously, but, but most uh, people would say. Yes,
0: yes. Yeah. But what, what I mean by that boring, is
1: Magnolia is like, like, yeah, it is. He's is, like, is exactly it like,
0: Magnolia. Right?
1: I will say fairly recently, yes, fairly recently, I mean, like in the last few years, I watched The Master and I thought it was incredible. Like, really, I've it. never seen, I've, I've never seen There Will Be Blood.
0: Me neither. Oh my God.
1: I thought that was just me and also I've maybe never we should seen Punch Drunk back, Love actually, what, maybe we should no I've never seen Punch Drunk Love oh actually no I have seen Punch Drunk Love because you, you always forget that it's him
0: and yeah. you always forget
1: but so and, I, also and also it's quite a short film it's only like 90s Punch Drunk Love is good it's good and, and and like good as in I remember liking it yeah I'm genuinely thinking of going right back to the beginning and just watching them all because regardless of if you even like each film as a director he definitely has vision he to me is the more tolerable Wes uh, um, whereas, uh Where's Anderson? Oh my God! So, yeah, so, he's he's the more tolerable version. Yeah, of that in my head. a more talented version yeah. as well. I think. Um, I thought about talented. I think mean, that's I think that's a bit subjective. But but in terms of what he produced, his output, I, just, I think I'm more capable of just sitting there you know, just putting them on and going, yeah, let's have a look. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm not the only one that hasn't seen there will be blood. I
0: thought I was the no, only one. No, on I, 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 I think I
1: should. I think I think I should. I've heard some very interesting stories about there will be blood and Magnolia from, from I, certain I... podcasts with. Just, the challenge
0: I have is Mm. every one of his films is like nine hours long and it's just
1: like, I'm just like... It's actually not that bad. No, it's not actually that bad. (laughs) I used to think that it's not actually that bad. It's but There Will Be all right. Blood
0: is all, is two hours 40 minutes, right? It's right, good, fellas. Yeah. It? No, totally. no, no, totally, totally. Like Inherent Vice, which yeah. again is a film that I really have no interest in watching, two hours really 30 minutes.
1: Like that yeah, no, that's what I really, really dislike. dislike Phantom when Fred when is sorry.
0: definitely the one I would never watch in a million years.
1: Set no, in no, 1950s London, I, I like, Reynolds
0: Woodcock is a renowned like, dressmaker.
1: Yes, I'm out. yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm with you, except for I feel like it, there might be something to. Going and just trying all of them and just doing yeah, them, you, know you what might I mean? be right, just, you might a, be right, but you bring you know, up just, a point, just, right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we were, yeah. t- I was talking to you about this directors whose films I just don't care. And I was trying to think other ones because yeah. Wes Anderson is, de- uh, sorry, um, Paul Thomas Anderson is definitely one, but Wes Anderson, Wes Anderson is the one mm-hmm. where I'm just like, I just like, I genuinely don't get it. Like, I, 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 he's do- I, I, so look, dude, here's
1: my thing about that. Sorry, to cut you. there you go. I, So my, (laughs) I I, I, this is the this is the word that I I revile using is that word cinephile, like he seems to make films for people who think of themselves. Yes, if I may use that properly. If care to cinema was still a thing. (laughs) Yes, and by the way, there's nothing. And look, I know it's easy to say that with the French Dispatch or whatever as a fairly literal, (laughs) as a fairly literal. But here's the thing: I did quite enjoy that. And I do like the world them that. Like, I've seen a couple of his, but I really do. I thought Boston was all right as well. Um, but, but that very much seems to be a, like, there's that sort of, um, I think there's a breed of person who are like, this is my comfort food. And yes. That, right? and, I don't, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Whether it's for you or me or not, I'm down I, with the idea. And, I, and I, like I say, I quite enjoyed the French Dispatch, what it was. Yeah. Was a surprise. I am going to put a challenge out there
0: and say, I don't think anyone who loves Commando and uh, and grew up on those kind
1: of films will ever love a Wes Anderson movie because <laughs> they're just like. See, I'm not sure, but I'm not sure about that. Though. I like. I mean, like I say, I think I genuinely think the um, I genuinely think the Royal Tenenbaums is really enjoyable. It's. It, don't get me wrong. It's like the limit for me. So I, I. You know what I mean. When, 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 I when you the, describe the um, film what the hotel? As... What was the hotel one? Oh, uh, Moonrise one? Uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. No. Yeah, you see, that was the one where I watched that and I just went, I can't do this I, anymore. I, I didn't hate Moonrise Kingdom. Mm. I, 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 I gave I, it I a seven that, looking
0: actually. back.
1: But, so like, okay.
0: but anyone that... Just, anyone who, like, I, cannot, I literally hated This Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou.
1: I thought it was... I, okay, I remember it was cinema. I liked it. But what it turns out I liked, because when I watched it a second time, was I just liked the music. Yeah. I really liked the music. <laughs> and then the film... When, when I watched it a second time on DVD or whatever, I just went, what was like? What?
0: I'm 100% convinced. Like, I'm 100% convinced with Licorice Pizza. I liked, I came out there and gave it a mark higher than I should have done, simply
1: based on the mm. fact that the music was quite good. The soundtrack was incredible. Yeah. And also, I love the way it was shot. Like, I, I can't, regardless of everything, I think as a, as the way, it, like, technically speaking, I thought it looked great. So, I really enjoyed the feel of the look of it, like the ambience of it.
0: Another director that that I'm not, that I can't, that I, I actually cannot get excited about anymore. And and I've gone three, and we've come on to Nightmare Alley and Sex, it leads on to that. Yeah, but I'm going to give you a name, right? And I'm going to give you a name that in the 90s makes you go, oh my God, I cannot wait, literally was my favourite director. Yeah, And now is like,
1: hmm, not. Um, Tim Burton. Yeah, I mean, he was never my favourite, to be blunt. I was always more Sam Raimi than Tim Burton, if that makes sense. I uh, because I feel like there's some similarities going on Yeah, there, there is. Um, I, adore, I, like, I, mean, I like some of his films a lot, but in terms of us like, Tim Burton never made me want to go to a CFM. Oh, ever, my God. I like, literally. But you think like, he did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But,
0: so even, sorry, 80s, I should say 80s, but you go, you go to the run okay, of yeah, Beetlejuice, yeah. Batman, yeah. Edward Cezanne, yeah. Batman Returns. I can't stand it. I can't stand Edward. I <laughs> love Edward's Edward. <Cizanne. laughs> Edward, Edward which, well, I get it. I get it. But I
1: just, yeah. I just don't like. it. I love
0: Edward. Yeah. Edward was, and then Mars Attack, which is deeply flawed, but fucking. I love the Mars. most. <laughs> no, I love Mars Attacks. Awesome. <laughs> Sleeping Hollow's yeah. okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah, I no, I enjoy. I I enjoy Sleeping Hollow. Sleep, and then we go Planet of the
1: Apes. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Big fish. No, just a... Mm. No, I don't like that. A couple of my friends really love Big Fish, and I, I remember watching it going No, it's a bit boring.
0: I like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Actually, um, enough. I like the Bride. It's fine. Sweeney Todd, yes. I is really, that really like Is that
1: really his? Is that, is, did he did T.J. Right?
0: Yes, he did. Was that actually his? Yeah. Okay. A Sweeney Todd, I really like. Genuinely, Alice in Wonderland. No. meh Dark Shadows is no. fucking atrocious. Uh, Frank I've and Weenie it. was all right. Um, Big Eyes wasn't great. Um, Mrs. Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children was oh. crap. I mean,
1: Dumbo. Was just, I, watched go, yeah. Dumbo I don't
0: even think I watched Dumbo. I think I checked out by that point. Mm. I'm like, yeah. So, mm. like, he's another movie. He's another. But of all the directors that I struggle with the most, it's probably Guillermo del Toro, which brings us to Nightmare <laughs> Alley. Over to you. Yes.
1: Well, now I'm trying to remember what I can't remember, Jenny said to say something about this, and it's got out one. my brain. Um, we should really get on the podcast both, one day. I'm, I, yeah, well, actually, I'm sure she could like it. Um, I do remember <laughs> that we both found it in the end tedious. Like, is
0: such tedious. a good word for I,
1: it. I just, it took too long. Like, I, right, so I've been watching Tales from the Crypt, the TV show, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which they're, this they're is all, it's an episode of Tales from the Crypt, right? Right, right, exactly. So every episode of Tales from the Crypt, unless I'm <laughs> missing anything, so about halfway through season two, are between, because it was HBO, it's like they're between 22 and 25 minutes, sometimes a little bit more. Super lean. and uh, Super lean. There's a lot that goes on in every episode although they're kind of basic, in terms of the number of casts and stuff like that. But basically, and they're all done by people like Richard Donner or Robert Zemeckis and Walter Hill. It's amazing um, in that respect. They all look very cinematic as well, particularly for the 90s. But what I'm getting to is a lot of them, it's really interesting. A lot of them don't actually make sense. Like, they're all really enjoyable. You suddenly go, well, how did that happen at the end? And you don't <laughs> yeah. care. But you don't care because it's 23 minutes and it's a really cool ending. I'm not joking. Not all of them run like that. But a number of enough of a run like that where you just go that's interesting. They didn't did they cut it out? Why that doesn't like why that happen? like really honestly? Sometimes I just jump to anything. We just go what <laughs> like why did that happen? Like, but thus far I haven't cared one jot because I've enjoyed every single one of them, and they're all twisty turning. They're all yep. morality plays. Morality play comes in quite strongly with Nightmare Alley and stuff. Right, so. I contend that the whole, and I'm pretty sure of this, the entirety of the story of Nightmare Alley is comfortably under half an hour. Like, in terms of, if you had to tell the entire story of that film, like, oh. this happens, then this happens, and this happens, you could comfortably fit it into half an hour. Really. I because would say I would so say that, stories yeah, you're that completely right. There's so many stories that do not come to any, there's so many things that don't come to anything, and there are so many points where I just went, why, at the end, without jumping too far, at the very end. So, first of all, I know it's based on another film called Nightmare Alley, which I didn't know going in, and, and 1940s one. I've not seen it. And actually, I, I
0: think it. actually it's more based on the book than the
1: film, but yeah, give, give Fair it a That's fine. But, 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 but I believe they're both based on the same material, right? I think. So I came out of this film, and I know what I'm about to say can be contradicted with a couple of things, but I don't know why this film was called Nightmare Alley. I, I don't I know why. I know, no I, know, I, know, I, know, I know they mention it. I know they mention that's where he gets the people who play the geeks. That's fine. Like uh, William Dafoe. And if we're to understand it properly, and I think Jenny would be... I think she said this. So forgive me, Jenny. I love you. But the place where he ends up with the rail yard is probably Nightmare Alley.
0: Yeah. Don't be
1: careful not to spoil it, it too, I, too much. Uh, okay, fine. But you know what I'm getting at. Like, I mean, yeah. here's the thing. But the moment you see the first geek in the film, this <laughs> is a spoiler. I thought he was going to be one at the end. Yeah. I no, really, literally. Like the moment we saw him cowering, I thought he's going to be one at And I don't even know why I thought that. But to me, it was almost like Tales from the Crypt. It was yeah. this weird thing that we're taking a piss out of at the beginning. We become that by the end of it. Yeah. And so, and so everything, I just felt like there was no, the stuff that all goes wrong at the end, right? The, the thing where it all goes really wrong, Yeah, I was like, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't, why, in, in the, in the, oh, fuck, it's all spoilers. When he goes back to Kate Blanchett's office, who I thought, by the way, very quickly, I think the whole cast is great. I don't think anyone does anything wrong. I think everyone's good in it. I don't, and cinematography, all the technical stuff. Great, like I'm not, I have no qualms about that. I could understand why she ends up cackling like a lunatic. I don't know what she was doing. I don't know why she did what she did. I thought at some point it was going to be revealed that she was like somehow out of his past. Or something to do with the incident that we see at the beginning of the film with what he does at the beginning of the film, like connected to that. Because it's like she's getting revenge on him, but I don't know why. I don't I don't know why.
0: I I absolutely so much it just didn't make sense to me at all. Do you know what? I think the the best point you've made, genuinely, and I didn't think of it like this, is the whole film is like twenty eight minutes worth of story. And the rest yeah, of it, if that. if that, and the rest of it is just,
1: yeah. Like this happens, and this happens, and this happens, then this happens, and we're going to move this out two years because this is happening now. I thought also, but whatever this plot was at the end in terms of what, what happens to him, there's a scene where the three guys from the show, Ron Perlman, et cetera, turn up at their place when they're doing their new act, you know, the act in the club or whatever. I thought it made it something to do Tony Collette, of course, who's great in it. Tony, i think jenny actually puts out but tony Collector's is the only character we like in the movie at all She's and, the only and, one, maybe and so her story maybe goes, goes absolutely you know no by the way absolutely nowhere nowhere i thought that they might have been to do with whatever happens because the way they sort of mysteriously turn up you know um, i just don't know it just turns out they don't do anything at all i
0: i i genuinely i was sat there and i was like the first hour before he even meets Cap- Cate Kate Blanchett. And then the second right. hour, and you're like, that first hour is 10 minutes worth of film stretched over to an hour. Uh, it's, like, definitely. If that, if and I'm just and then, it's, yeah, yes. it did the whole thing. And then like the moment I realized where the film was gonna go, and it kind of went yeah. there, but but it did it in quite a soft way as well. It yes. didn't really, it could have yes. done it so much more. Like Mark Kermo was like, I was so shocked by the ending. I was so shocked by the ending. I was like. Yeah, why? Really why? It
1: no, kind of... I really wasn't. I think it was, is it, we, we were saying that literally, there are no twists and turns, except for why where Kate Blanchett go, kind of looks like she turns into like a psychopath at the end. For no, in the reason, story, there are no there are no twists and turns in the story at all. At all. So it's,
0: yeah, it, I I was I was disappointed, but then I'm like, was I though? Because because if I'm being really honest, and again, kind yeah. of brutally honest i really didn't like shape of water
1: no i mean I, if i have gone about this before i think it's i'm really glad he won oscars for it i'm really glad that i Monster to won oscars yeah and all that and, and and i like i i like i guess the idea but overall i do not get the people <laughs> I, I don't get no, it at all i don't but, understand the, the rating of that film i don't get it
0: I didn't. I didn't watch Crimson Peak for whatever reason. I like the strain on TV fine. was Crimson
1: Peak is fine. Crimson
0: Peak is fine. Crimson Peak is fine. Obviously, Pacific Ring, fine. Rim. I like was, the strain a lot. Pacific Rim was. Hot. I hate Pacific uh, Hellboy I two. is
1: Unbearable. is fine. I think Hellboy two. Right here's what I think. I think Hellboy two is his best film. It's yeah. Well, well I think maybe Blade two. I don't know. Well, I love Blade. No, I love Blade two. But there are too many. I love Blade two but I can stand there and go, yeah, the Joe's crap and blah, blah, blah. I can say yeah. that there are problems with play 2. Whereas I think Hellboy, Hellboy 2, which contains many of the same themes, it contains Luke Goss basically playing the same character, <laughs> essentially. But I'm not looking at, I'm not looking at, but what I'm saying is Hellboy 2 to me is his most, just it feels like it's most fully rounded, certainly English language film. I can put a thing in for Pan's Labyrinth, but I'll never ever need to see it again. Pan's Labyrinth is fine. Like, I, and I, I get I, it, and I think it's some really great things in it, but I'll never need to watch it
0: again. I am 100% of you time. Yeah, I just, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth. I watched, I,
1: I, like, I, just,
0: you know, I watched it once and I was like, I just, I watched it once and I was just like, yeah. I, I don't, I don't,
1: really don't get it. It's like, it's Well, fine. I mean, I got it, but I just, I just- Oh, I, just, I got it as a film. And I think the guy, and the guy who plays the villain is absolutely incredible in it. But I'm done, like I've watched it, it's fine, I'm done. It's just, good, I'm good. I was I'm done. just
0: like, I just don't care. No. And that's no. that's no. the kind of thing I just didn't. So, like, he's another one of those directors that I should like, right? Because actually, he yeah. started off fine. I really, I'm one of the few people in the entire world that quite like Mimic. Um, Mimic was quite. Good I hate <laughs> so
1: much. The, 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 I hate doing so
0: much. The newer version was
1: yes. better. I think. But, oh, I've got, but I do want to watch that version. I do want to watch that. That slightly like different cut, whatever. Yeah, it?
0: and and. Then it's, so, so like like you got these people like Tim Burton, Glamo de Toro, Paul Thomas Anderson, yeah. like directors who whose work I just don't care. Are there any other kind of directors, as we wrap this up, any other directors you can think of that um mm. uh that you can um that, whose work who who their name on a film just makes you just go,
1: meh. Mm. I mean, there's probably loads actually. I can't even really, to the point where I can't really think of them. Like, as in, like just real there kind of loads of, of directors. Where I just real turn off you know? And like, like, <clears throat> like people
0: that you should oh, probably I see like, right? But you, you just oh, kind of go like because Peter Jackson's become
1: that for me a bit as well. Like, I loved his early well, films. Tim Burton for sure. Tim Burton for sure. I'm still interested in, in Peter Jackson, but I haven't seen anything recently anyway. If that makes sense. Like, I haven't really seen anything recently. Um. No, so, I am finding it quite hard to think of, to be honest. Uh, in terms Robert, of Robert Rodriguez is another position. direction that I've
0: a director that I've kind of called on a little bit as well.
1: Yeah, I could be with that. I guess I can agree with this. this is, yeah, it's is easy for you to agree with. Yes, yes. But, um, but also, um, that's what I mean. I'm trying to think of directors who I'm not who I'm like. Uh, I've yes, got so, the ultimate one. You know I've
0: mean? really got two yeah. of the ultimate ones of directors who Oh well Ricky then...
1: Scott normally. Ricky Scott. Normally. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, another two for me. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Bay. Is one director yeah. who, whose name on the credits yeah. will guarantee me going?
1: Meh. <laughs> well, I'll, well, I'll probably go. Well, what else is it about? Like, what is it? If you know what I mean? Rather, I won't necessarily not see it. Because
0: let's be honest, he's directed four of my most oh, favorite films say,
1: of all time. Well, ever, I can, I can say, I can say some. If, if, like without, I sounds terrible. Again, the directors of a John Wick films. I don't care. <laughs> like i sort of i sort of want to watch is it but you it, hate john but wick it, i just don't
0: understand that no, no no, hate no. For
1: that franchise no no you always say it, i don't hate john wick at all i just think it's not as good as people say but i always caveat it by saying i'm glad that an action film franchise is successful i don't hate john wick i just don't get why people you rave certainly about it a lot I do, because it's just not very good. I just I think people should just be honest about what's good. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't enjoy, thought, it if you enjoy, it. If you enjoy it if you enjoy it. If you enjoy it, great. I, I thought John Wick 2 was the one of the most one,
0: boring films.
1: It's a terrible film. The third one, I think the story is unbearable, but I finally like the action. And yes, the cast was helped that for me. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The third like, one was the great. One, that knife the
1: fight story, is phenomenal. Was, yes, but the story was absolutely
0: awful. Um, The story was awful. I've got one that... I think you, well, will you disagree with? I don't know. But certainly if his name's on a project now, I just go,
1: ah, this is
0: probably going to suck. And it's right. Zack Snyder.
1: I I don't have that with him, but I would say the one I should get into is Ryan Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> except, for, <laughs> except for except for I like nights Out. I really like Knives Out. I'll bring me more Knives Out. Bring it to me and I, wash it before it. I, <laughs> have, I it wonder, have Knives Out washed and brought to me. I wonder if it's. I wonder if the Knives Out
0: thing is more because, like, sometimes directors find the right film style for them. And I wonder yeah. if that maybe is what's happened there. That like he's finally kind of gone. Look, I I like Revenge of the. What is it called? Rise of the what?
1: No, the second.
0: What, Phil, you, you we heated,
1: Last, Last Jedi. Last Jedi. I like Last Jedi. No. no. To a point. I thought I did. Do, do we, Have we had this chat where I said? Many times. The first yes. time I watched it in cinema, I really liked it. And then the second time I watched it just before watching Roger's Couple, I, like, I hated it. Like, I hated it. Like, hated it. And I was like, why did I like this? Which was really strange for me to go from at least liking to hating. I've had it go the other way. We talked to us before. I've had it go the other way a few times, where I didn't like something and then suddenly I oh, I like that a lot more than I thought. Yeah, yeah. I just
0: I've just never I didn't get that, but uh, but certainly um, certainly yeah, Zach Snyder for me is is a director who I'm gonna I'm just looking for the films he's directed. Like Mm. it for me, it's like like Dawn of the Dead is yeah, I love it. We know we love love that movie. Love yeah. that movie. But then he follows up yeah. with like 300, which is just, yeah, it's
1: okay. Never it's watched fine. it. Again. At, the t- at the time, we liked it. I've, watched it. I've watched it twice. And the second time, I might have even seen it but twice. was no, Don of the Dead, twice. his first direction, first movie. Yes, it was, which is fucking incredible. Hell. Look, at Michael Bay, look, look at Michael Bay with bad boys. Like, these are good. Yeah, that's these true. Are great debuts. Great but like but then, 300, the second time you watch it, you realize it is 70% naked, oiled up, men stabbing I, I, By the way, the, I'm fine. I'm all I, good. I'm, I'm all good. With I'm that. all in. I'm Just saying. Obviously you why i has got such a big fan base.
0: You know my uh, my feel, feeling on on Watchmen. Um, I love Watchmen. I, I, I absolutely detest it. Sucker Punch, mm. absolutely detest disgusting. Yeah, agree, disgusting, it. Disgusting. Man of Steel is really boring, but has some yeah. moments of brilliance in it. Yes, it does. It does. So, and some use I of, think of the beginning music. Of
1: crypto, <sighs> the beginning, yes. The beginning of Krypton is surprisingly good. It's like, awesome. When you go back to it, yeah, it and is it's actually surprisingly good. A, and one thing I'll say for It seems to depress Superman is the problem, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. And one thing i say... And, and Henry Cavill is great casting. Like...
1: As Superman. But, we haven't seen this club yet. We haven't.
0: And Man of Steel, like, like, his, The use of music in... in yes. His films is phenomenal. Yeah. Batman versus Superman, yeah. Dawn of Justice. Again, I don't like the film. Specifically, but the the bit where Wonder Woman comes in, is yes.
1: possibly my favourite moment in a superhero movie ever. It's very, it is very, very good, and I stand by it. But the director, yeah, the Ultimate Edition, it's called, it's, which is a lot longer, better. yeah, it's infinitely better. Like it's, so the only thing that is genuinely bad in it still is the Doomsday fight, but it works better because it's a smaller part of a whole, you know what I'm getting at? Like it just, it's not as bad because it's less, if that makes sense. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and it, I'm not going to say it's great, I'm not going to say it's a great film, but it is so much better. It's yeah. so much of a better experience.
0: Yeah, and I, I 100% agree. And the challenge I have with, like the challenge I have with that is, is, is kind of, it's still, even though that Wonder Woman moment is great, it's like the, the, then everything that comes after it is still this kind of, Dark, washed out bullshit. That you can't it's, really say. Mess. it's mess. mess. Justice yeah, League it's is uh, is just atrocious. Zack Snyder's no. Justice League is okay. Oh right, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna mix two. Army of the Dead is it literally is the most boring zombie movie I've ever watched, which is ironic considering he made one of the best zombie movies I've ever watched.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I can't it. I don't think it's the most boring one I've ever seen. There's, there's definitely been worse films. But, but of, of that do, budget, right? It just doesn't do what you want it to do. That, in the they end. Tease it not Batista yeah, with a fucking yeah, giant yeah. saw
0: yeah. and he uses it. Yeah. Not at all. No, he doesn't use it. It's like having Schwarzenegger on the cover Of Commando with the quad rocket launcher and then not having that in the film. No, exactly. At least in Commando, he has the decency to pick up that fucking awesome rocket launcher and blow the (laughs) shit out of everything with it. Much more ammo than he should have had, if I remember rightly. Yes, oh, it yes. seems to fire it's about fine. eight rockets if I remember rightly, and I'm pretty sure he didn't reload in no, It's
1: not that many. It's not that. It's not that many, but it's. it's
0: but it's definitely many. more than four, right? So anyway, yeah. so look, yeah. look. So again, another one. But it, it's just weird, isn't it? Like I, I would never not see a film because of a director, but I definitely. when I went to see Nightmare Alley. I was just like, <sighs> <laughs> before I even sat
1: down. Well, I, I just I feel I feel like I feel like the problem is now with, with just using him as an example, giving a notorious example. I really want to know a lot more. Normally, I try not to know anything about film. That's what I like. It's like, we didn't know very much about that. But I've seen like a trailer twice, maybe. And I thought, this looks intriguing, at least. Yeah. And, and now I'm like, no, I want to know a lot more about the next Guillermo del film that I watch. I really, unless it's like Blade 4 or something. Yeah. I, I just, I just don't... At least in a cinema, you know? It was just... Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was just... Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a shame because there was so much at his disposal. There was so, look at um, um, Clifton Collins, was really good at it, but he's barely in it. And uh, Tim Blake Nelson has a great little bit near the end and stuff, and he's great in it. And when I mean, everyone's good in it, you know, Um, I just... And Cooper was just, good in it. Cooper, the way that Cooper was different in different parts of it, I thought was genuinely really interesting. But it just never, ever goes anywhere. It just it never... It, it never becomes... Whole and look, and I know that that's something you can almost level at licorice pizza as well. But I would contend that licorice pizza is a much more entertaining film. I was never bored watching licorice pizza, I really wasn't, and I could have been. I just found it interesting the way it definitely great, was, regardless of whether uh, I understood everything. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, I found, I found it way more interesting than um, or engaging than I should probably say, yeah, no, look, I get... than, uh, you know, I, I was really, I, just, I found it fascinating. And uh, I, listen, I don't need to see the English pizza again, particularly, but I will say seeing it in the cinema, we had a really receptive audience with it. That really helped too, like with the funny moments and stuff. And um, it was just, it was a really good experience. It just really <laughs> was. Whereas Nightmare Alley was not. In fact, actually during our performance of Nightmare Alley, I think no less than three people got up and left. Oh, wow. Like separately, not not, not together, separately. Oh I don't wow. remember ever coming back in again, yeah. For sure. See so that's you know that to me is is it's pretty tremendous. shocking, right? Yeah, if you've got a, I mean, if you've got a City World Card, I guess you just yeah, why would you bother? Do you know what I mean? But but you do think okay, they definitely do I'm pretty sure they did not come. I'm 99 sure that none of them returned.
0: Wow. Because
1: nothing's, <laughs> done, you know. Let's be blunt. I don't know how long I would have left it on on TV if I if we were watching it here. I don't, I don't know how long I would have. I suppose we would have finished it just to see what was going on. You know what I'm getting at? But it, there's nothing to actually hold you watching that film. Not really.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're probably right. So, Ross, where can really. our uh, wonderful audience um, find out more about
1: Yao? On the social media themes, I am at Ross Boyesque. And please also follow at Evo Films UK. Uh, to follow the exploits of industry films, and also at Vengeance Film UK to check up on uh, the exploits or whatever <laughs> shenanigans. exploit the vengeance the vengeance action film uh, film franchise. That I might direct. Uh, I've never really said this much on the podcast, but um, uh, if you want to watch the films, uh, the first Vengeance film is on Amazon Prime for free. Uh, if you have know Amazon Prime. Uh, and then also, I Am Vengeance Retaliation is on Netflix, which you obviously have to pay for as well, but it's free to watch, so to speak. Uh, and you know, watch it and things if you like, people being beaten up and stuff.
0: It's And and they are very entertaining films. And I don't say that just as Hang a uh, a friend of Ross's. Uh, and the fact I, I have a road name named after me in the first film.
1: You absolutely do. You have a whole rise named after you. I do. Do you know what? You when I first... So, so I don't think... Uh, well, I know we're
0: running massively over but I don't think I've ever told you this. Obviously, <laughs> because we we had a... We, you know, there was a period where, for various reasons, we drifted apart. And like, I'm still upset about it. <laughs> <laughs> still hurts. But I a little bit. It's, what was interesting... still burns still. <laughs> what was interesting <laughs> yeah. is you were making vengeance probably when we still weren't... when Before we'd reconnected it's fair to say, right? So you'd uh, written that script before we reconnected? Oh, maybe, yeah, written a script. Yeah, I think that's... Yeah. It. I think that's,
1: so, it. that's probably true. Well, And I don't think I've ever said this that. to you, though,
0: but what always touched me was even though we'd kind of drifted apart, like, you still put that reference in before we'd even properly reconnected again. I was just like, that was actually genuinely a nice thing to do. Um, and a genuine oh, like, surprise. I love, I, love, you didn't, I love you, man. Because <laughs> you didn't fucking tell you. me either. So I watched a film and no, I was just no, like, we'll you know when you like, I was like, nah that, I, he didn't say that and it gets said a second <laughs> time and I was like oh you motherfucker <laughs> in a nice way
1: so been, I, I don't think I've try. ever
0: said it on the podcast but thank you very much mate that meant oh, that meant more you than you could to- ever possibly know um oh. although I'm still determined if you make uh vengeance three that Mickey Rourke not Mickey Rock, Rock. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh dear Rock will make a comeback come there's only one man we can turn to. No, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. so I was imagining like now Rock would be it he would have a, like a garage and that garage like sure. would look like I'd be working on cars. Rourke's like rock's like motors. Yeah, Rourke's yeah. motors. I'd be working on cars and, and gold would turn up and he'd be like he'd look at me and we'd have that kind of exchange if to say, you know, yeah, you know, we haven't doing some shit together. Yeah, we've, we've done yeah. Do some shit together. But we haven't always got on well. And I'd be like, gold. And he'd be like, Walk. <laughs> I'd be like, what do you need? Guns. How many? All of them.
1: All of them. All of them yeah, come exactly. with me.
0: All and them. that's it. I come, and then we cut to the montage scene of me opening up, like, this yes. secret cab- cupboard with loads of guns for John Gold. <laughs> and he'd fuck off. And, I, and I'd be like, motherfucker. And that's it. I'd be smoking a cigar and I'd <laughs> be out.
1: And then yeah, I'd blow, up, then them, I'd got blow got up for to... no reason.
0: <laughs> 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 or later in the film, later in the film, someone would come, knowing that gold had come to me, they'd come to me and they'd like, right, there'd yeah. just be a scene of them walking, the bad guys walking in and then like it cut to black. And then the next time you see it, it's just me on the floor garrotted um, with the <laughs> cigar still smoking in my hand. I may have thought about this a bit too much, mate. <laughs>
1: Ross, I'm sending, Ross, Ross, I'm sending you the draft. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: I have, line, I have, right? I have, have literally sent you the draft of exactly
1: how this ping, scene plays Jesus, out.
0: Ping, ping
1: in fact, in my inbox, like, not, only wow.
0: I, not only have I done that, but I've also storyboarded it. <laughs> I, I've, storyboarded it. I've, I've actually shot it. I, I found the location. <laughs>
1: I've I've spoken <laughs> to uh, I've spoken to the actors. I've got a very confused Stu on the line to put. Very good, co- yeah. yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, Stu,
0: Ross hasn't told you. To sure I'm is, directing.
1: I'm sure directing a, a sp- scene for Vengeance yeah,
0: three. yeah. It's a proof <laughs> of concept. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, oh, proof of concept. It is a scene for *Vengeance* three. It's
1: the it's the scene.
0: It's, it's the, scene. the scene, and and we're like, going to deliver it's it's it to you, and that's the pitch. And like, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck the rest of the story is. In fact, I genuinely don't give a shit. Um, all that but
1: matters. This all is all matters
0: that matters is that, like, like that's the scene. Anyway, to find out more about me, you can visit uh, www.philhobden.co.uk <laughs> or uh, philsquickreview.co.uk. And I think both now go to my Letterboxd account. You can find out more about the podcast mm. at movies.co.uk uh, And um, on top of that, just follow us both on all the socials. Um, it's always great hanging out with uh, with you, my friend. And uh, um, it's always great to talk shit. Uh, but I will speak to you later. Yes. Take care. Cheerio, bye. 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 <laughs> it's Cheerio,
1: fair to say, I think bye.
0: we went a little bit off piece
1: today. That's one of the best touches, yeah? Some of the best. Options, yeah? <laughs> some of